0: Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have on Mo Royce from Tragedy. How you doing, man?
1: I'm fantastic. I just did a just did a line of coffee beans, so I'm like I'm just good to go. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. I want to remind people watching the show: if you like it, even if you don't like it, subscribe. I'm not really into your opinions. Just subscribe to our show. So right, subscribe, you- just subscribe. I've never asked anybody in the beginning, so push the buttons. We're waiting. No, so Tragedy is. A Bee Gees, but but, and then some (laughs) style tribute metal band, but you guys are so much more because I hate saying novelty or tribute. I I, it's it's like a package of fun metal disco. I I don't even know the best way. I mean, how would you describe yourself? Really,
1: it's hard to describe any band, but but this like you know I can kind of do it justice. Like so, the official title is Tragedy, All Metal Tribute to the Bee Gees and Beyond. Right. So that should conjure up like some ideas. Oh, we do like some BG songs and all mm-hmm. this metal style. And that's it. That's you know, but that's I get that. kind of the, the tip of the idea, I, I right?
0: think when I hear the word like been saying novelty, I, I think novelty I think of like remember when we were kids like, like Spencer gifts and you get like you know the whoopee cushion, that's a novelty. We are the whoopee cushion of music. You, you are not the whoopee cushion of music. <laughs> that is the worst quote ever. <laughs> 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 that would be everywhere now um so on a, on a serious but note you I got love repercussions. i know i know but you know what i'm saying it, i don't want to take a track because there is a certain point though where your musicianship you guys are really good you guys are not like a joke band like you guys clearly are really good musicians that uh, you know you know t- yeah, take the piss out of some even, songs. And have even some when
1: something's funny like you know you want to you want it to be listenable but then not everything is a, a joke either so it's just you know so like sometimes it's you know we're really taking the piss on whatever it is you know the the genre of music we you know like you know disco or metal or whatever right but then we really love uh this music that that we're uh either covering or referencing um but we're just play. we also play around and have fun with it so
0: well yeah i mean clearly i mean so we started at the very beginning like how did you guys come about Were you guys in different bands different metal bands because you guys seriously have some serious metal roots and some serious metal skills so
1: yeah i noticed that i don't know how that happened but yeah we played <laughs> we played in uh various bands uh pretty much i think i was in some band some project with with each one of these guys, um, and every anyone who's ever been in the band, I was in a band in another band with them be- before. Um, so, uh, it, but never in a in a cover band or a tribute band. You know, I, I was oh, all yeah. original oh, music. Like, I mean, never even for me, like in high school or anything. It's just like from I, from the my first guitar lesson, I went and home and wrote music. You know th- that I want to do my own music. Um, but, uh, then, you know, so I was in these other bands. One was called moi, like a a glam rock kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the band that I wrote for. I was a front man for, um, and, uh, drummer and bass player, uh, they, um, were, well, bass player was in the band for the while. drummer played on the song on an album and stuff like that. Um, Disco Mountain Man, our um, one of our lead singers and uh, keyboardist. He uh, he's also known as Cornmo, and he's a solo artist and um, and has a band called 357 Lover. And uh, he put together a rock opera that that we did in Manhattan. Man, had to be probably 15 years ago now. Um, and then i I've also produced his music produced and recorded his music for about 15 years too um so yeah we've all worked in in various things together oh and then the guys started tragedy with um we're in a band together called uh, satanicide
0: that's a good one Um, and
1: uh and they're like uh they started like i want to say 1998 when hair Mm -hmm. metal was like the like there's nothing more unfashionable than hair metal yeah and uh, they started Satanicide as a hair metal band from Jersey. And, you know, love it. and it took New York by storm. Everybody loved it. You know, it was so crazy and, and, you know, really funny and really great musicians. Um, and now, um, so that uh, Tragedy's tragedy is Barry Glib, who I started the band with. He's no longer with Tragedy, but he's in this band, Witch Taint. And if you don't know Witch Taint, <laughs> oh my god you gotta check him out
0: amazing
1: uh, you know amazing comedy and metal and story and everything so
0: so so where did he leave when did barry leave
1: um when was that maybe five six years ago something like that yeah
0: um yeah because you have the great titles you know the plays off at words and the songs and it's just when I first introduced you, got introduced you guys, I, I'm sure probably most people probably did your um, the one that I want, but mine was was uh, the, the raining, raining raining blood mixed I with like uh, the weather girls. When I thought of that, and this is I mean, matchups have been going on for a while, but this was a little bit before. I mean, there are some mashups of songs, but there wasn't as many mashups at the time when this one came out. So I was like, this is great. Like I didn't even know like the, the concept of how you put it together because you're like you're rocking, but you're also laughing, but it's actually really good. Like you know what I mean, and then the fact that in the, in the video, like you, there's, it's, there's no no holding back, like on any gender. It's not. It's like everything's open. It's it's just it's really great. It's just it's very nothing empowering, but it's just like it's out. Everything's just out there and fun, which is
1: it's very inclusive and you know yeah. celebrating any Life. anything that's unique, any anything mm-hmm. that that's strange, you know. And it's I mean, the, it's the cheeky, whole... cheeky
0: but not offensive, and it's it's, it's just it's it's great. <laughs>
1: You know the, the idea is to like, um, you know, just bringing these, you know, musical genres together, but mm-hmm. bringing together the fans of these musical genres too.
0: Well, it is because you, you have all kinds of, you know, everybody, men, women. It's, it's just it's for everybody. Yes, yeah. it's, it's really enjoyable. It makes it look a fun. Everyone's having fun. There's no, no nothing. I think really the big question out of that is, um, Lance the towel boy. Does he also do face cloths or is it just towels? <laughs> <laughs> you know, where, where did that character come from? That is, that is a, uh...
1: you know, Lance. Lance was an intern with um, another former member, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: our former member, um, Robin Givens. He, uh, he's a concert promoter, and um, Lance was his intern. Mm-hmm. And when we started the band, he made his intern join us on stage to be our towel boy. <laughs> and um you know which is a deeply humiliating experience for for lance and then he people started to feel sorry for him and he started to feed off that and now people people say they actually love him but i think it's just sympathy really because i think it's
0: pretty funny (laughs) he's so useless i don't know if, you know i'm like i haven't seen anybody and so i've gone back because you know only seen the videos you don't really get like what the members do and you know what i'm saying because you see him in the video and you actually see a play like what he did the flame the flaming ukulele on one stage so you're like does he actually do something you know early on because you don't really know you look into it more and he, he doesn't but when you look at the videos you look at more like the um i was watching a clip of um out in harford you guys did a couple of years ago not harford um maybe new haven it was a raining men clip and he's there doing it on, on stage and I think oh you did it with um Alex from, from Testament you also did a song, um, oh, guys yeah. you did you sing that one it was um yeah hot stuff hot stuff and yeah. he was out there wiping off Alex and I'm sure Alex was like what the hell <laughs> he was a sport like he didn't mess him up I always like to watch it and see like what messes up a guitar player and I see poor Alex <laughs> he's like just blotting his face and he's just playing I'm like <laughs> that
1: guy is a total pro man
0: <laughs> that is so funny how how did how do you get him to come up and play with you guys that's pretty uh, pretty cool
1: um he's friends with uh with gary Bibb.
0: okay yeah that was pretty good but um yeah so his own outfit and everything else i don't know he feels like he's quite a character of the band at this point i mean if, if the only band i've ever seen anybody do that is like when i've gone on when I, uh he slipped out with my daughter right they got a couple guys running around a stage two there i don't know if they're hitting drums or what they're doing just you know i don't they the roadies and they're lost or what but as far as this goes it's this pretty funny do you guys have to do anything else do we have Lance do anything else? Yeah, just just have him show up and go on stage now at this point. I mean,
1: we don't have him show up. He just shows up. We actually no way. To leave him behind, you know. <laughs> Pull into services station while we're on tour and make sure to leave without him. That's and awesome. uh, some somehow, some way, he makes his way to the gig, you know.
0: <laughs> That's great. So you actually just have, well, a, a deal just signed. We'll talk about that in a minute. But originally, how were you putting out your albums? Did you start out doing independent stuff or small? Like, how did you get off the ball rolling like musically? So
1: um, Originally, the our first album came out on our own label. Um, and then it was picked up by a, a UK label um, for, I guess it was for not North America, um, but for Europe, maybe Asia. Um, and then and then for a bunch of records we we put them out our, ourselves um and uh now we just uh signed with napalm records
0: congratulations thanks so they know uh, now is it, is it all of the world is it worldwide or just Northern yeah, territory yeah, or worldwide. what worldwide wow
1: yeah so it, it's nice to you know really give it a a proper release you know I've been doing this band for quite some time and and uh you know, and really building up a nice following and stuff, but I think maybe, I mean, we never pursued a, a record deal. Then um, yeah. we started working with a manager. He was like, why don't you guys uh, get, have a record deal? I'm like, well, I don't know. So he went and got us a record deal.
0: <laughs> That's really laid back. That's so the way it usually doesn't happen in the music industry. Why don't you get a record deal? I really thought about it. I'm just in a band. I didn't really think about it.
1: <laughs> I just thought like, you know, with us not doing I hate to say that we don't do original music because <laughs> it's what we do I think is very original
0: but reimagining um, how, about, how about reimagining <laughs>
1: yes um but because we're doing uh because we're not the songwriters right right um I just always thought like ah, oh, you know record companies they don't want to deal with that you know they, they want a piece of the publishing and everything so um and then um yeah, manager, we started working with was like, no, I think I can find something.
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's there it it's is just a piece have, of merchandise. Like, you know, during the pandemic, we weren't doing anything, and it was just like, okay, great. So,
0: well, it's great. It's like a nice little, you know, business card for you guys. And so, the more that gets out there, the more people are going to want to see you. You know, because it's fantastic. Yeah, there are other bands that do you know different things. There's always like a little catch if you're like a tribute or cover type of band but you guys are totally on your own in breakaway. I'm sure at some point copycat bands can copy it, you know, which is a success, but you guys kind of led the charge. Um, when you first started out, was it a big hit or people like, what the hell?
1: It was such a big hit immediately. It was crazy. Like I'd been, you know, doing my own bands for, for years and years and just, you know, putting in so much effort. And, um, we, uh, when we first started, there, our very first gig was at BB King's in Times Square. We were opening for the Aquabats, sold out oh, wow. like, you know, a thousand people or whatever. We walk on the stage and immediately, I mean, we look fabulous, right? <laughs> and we walk on the stage to just, oh my God, what the hell is this? And then um, we started playing Night Fever mm-hmm. and um people can't trying to figure out what it is and you know you see them kind of looking at each other like oh, what is <laughs> and then we hit the chorus and then everybody recognizes what it is and they just you know they freak out and love it and it it was you know we'd started the band because i think we got offered that gig or you know we got a- offered a couple other gigs and then booked well, this one which happened to be here first um and we thought, oh, this will be fun. Like, we get to play, like, you know, just kind of these big support gigs. It'll be fun, throw some songs together and and look fabulous. And, you know, and it's been 11 years, 12 years. I, I didn't lose track. But
0: you know really well, that's the thing. I mean, so you guys just projects. came out as, as going to be like a project put together, but who came up with all the, I mean, like I said, the fabulous, the costumes, the theatrics, the names, I mean,
1: I mean, we all did, um, right. and we, we, we all did at the beginning, and we all, you know, continue to do it. We we all contribute to to everything that is, you know, fabulous about tragedy.
0: Well, it's great cause, I mean, you'll see one thing like, oh my god, I, his covers, the solo album covers, or like all the references that you guys have in there are just so great. You know, it's 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 really fun. It's like it's definitely a nod back to the '70s and the early '80s. It's, you know, I think it's comforting, and you know, people love. How many times have you heard the same song on the radio? Every couple of years, somebody redoes a hit single. You know, people love the comfort of the same music. You know, so I think that's probably a, a good point for you guys. You know, and then you guys kind of just polished it up a little bit, and you know,
1: I always say that, that we may not be very good musicians, but we write great songs.
0: <laughs> you guys are really good musicians, though, and you guys do a fun, like it's fun to like rock out to some of these songs. You're like, that, that's kind of a fun campy song, but then you're like rocking out to it. You know, makes it kind of fun and it's probably a shame because like you said you know a lot of original music doesn't always get shown um do you, are you still doing some of your own original stuff too on a side or when you have time and it's kind of funny how this probably overtook your original stuff
1: yeah it did overtake it did kind of take over my life um i i still i mean i used to write a lot of a lot of music and and have my own band and go go at it really hard i still write music not not nearly as much um mm-hmm. So often, <laughs> the music I write will be for, you know, family's birthday or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> um, not a bad thing. You're, you know, you're doing music for a living. You know what I mean? There's something wrong yeah, with
1: that. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, you know, um, and then w- when I have downtime, I, I have this project I've been working on for years um, with the guys from uh, the Two Skinny Jays. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Guys, um, mm-hmm. they're they're really big, especially on the East Coast, um, uh, like late '90s, early 2000s, um, and that's a a great a great project. But <laughs> yeah, we've never played live. We you know we're in the rehearsal studio for a long time, recording. Yeah, studio, and I work on that. Um, but yeah, it's funny how like even though th- with tragedy we're not writing the songs, the creative energy it takes to mm-hmm. kind of reinvent this stuff. It's very satisfying creatively, um, but also takes so much creative energy and takes a yeah. piece of, you know, what I was- That's saying.
0: literally what I was going to say, the creativity, and that's what I'm saying, like, ask if you still write songs. It's not about, I mean, because let's face it, nowadays you can have a, a hit single and unless you're like Bruce Springsteen or Bon Jovi on Spotify, it, you know, you get a nickel a year. So I mean, it doesn't matter how good a song you write nowadays, it doesn't really matter if it's original, I mean, because the market's so weird. So it really comes down to, creativity and and putting some kind of musical output in your thought into something whether you're an artist or a you know, musician or something or, or anything so the fact that you are still being creative and you're taking these compositions and you're changing them around you know what i mean it's just more asking if you're still doing you know feeling your, your, your creative creativity is being fulfilled by doing this and you answer that yeah it really really is but it's smart because i i'll be listening to it you know and have over the years i've been listening to you guys for a long time and i'll hear a song i'm like Where'd they come from that? Like where'd that angle come from? Like just or it was just like it's such a, and I always like the smart, simple things. You know, what I mean you'll hear that you're like, yeah, that makes sense, but like you would have thought of that. You know what I mean like like the Beatles did that a lot? A lot of real smart little things that sound so simple, but it's so hard. Uh, <laughs> so when I hear some of the changes and the, the pieces that you guys do in the music, I like, am not gonna cite some off the top of my head because you know it'd be impossible for anybody to get it. But I think you're following what I'm saying, is it's just there's like little little nuances and stuff you guys do in certain songs or nods to something else or or the transitions musically, you know, are great now you know, and then, and the fact you guys are all lead singers. Oh, so you have a lead, you have a lead drummer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go to the website. It's it's got up all other, other yeah.
1: Too, so, yeah.
0: It's got all their all their, their their names with all what they do, and it's basically all lead singers and um keyboards. everybody plays in multi instruments, but the drummer is also listed as a lead drummer.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: Um, that's and Lance is also listed on there as a towel boy and a complete idiot. <laughs> You yeah, so, guys get the, the lead title with Towel Boy. Not even a lead. There's no secondary. such thing. No, there isn't. Why well, there's a lead drummer? I don't know what the drummers either, though. So you guys are already breaking boundaries, man. Um, so actually, at uh, your webpage, I want to encourage everybody to go to it because you guys have some great and hilarious merch, and, and all your albums are there. Um, you guys are on all kinds of media platforms. I I personally use uh, um iTunes because you know, I'm a fan of Spotify. But on your page, it's all, I'm looking really quickly. I have it up i wanted to ask you bruce dickinson gave you guys a nice little quote there which is pretty funny yeah. um
1: that's from his his radio show
0: oh is it mm-hmm. the, the quote from bruce dickinson says tragedy rocks sweet balls and can do no wrong they are great fun and that's a reference to your first is the first album that was the first album right
1: uh yeah
0: mm-hmm. sweet ball okay yeah um you get tons of great reviews from all the mags because everyone, everyone kind of gets it you know and you guys obviously from all the metal bags you hold true to the metal because they wouldn't be giving the ad if you were just a a tribute band you know or uh
1: yeah it's it's funny the the critics tend to tend to love tragedy you know it's not universal um but what's really funny is when you know uh you know like a well-known metal publication Mm -hmm. will put a put out a you know a positive review or something or like uh you know, share a video or something like that. Like the, the hate <laughs> that comes in. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of universal. It's like, you know, pretty much any any anything that's posted um, okay. by, by these metal publications, there's going to be haters. Um, but it's, it's pretty damn funny. It's pretty amusing. Well, I, I got to say, when it first happened, it was not funny or amusing to me. It took...
0: Some thick skin.
1: You be adjust. You know, I
0: talked as the other day, like a long time ago. I wrote something and, and on this website, it was like really huge, and I got like four, four mean, awful things, and I was crushed. I mean, the page probably gets like like a hundred thousand hits a day. Four people said something wrong. Like, the, you're only going to hear about the negative things on all the metal sites, like the ten or twelve same people over and over again. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, these sites probably get fifty thousand, a hundred thousand hits a day or something. You know what I mean, and they're all like, cool. You know what I mean? But it's those those few scars, you're like, oh, come on, what? Because you only hear those the noisy ones. Um, I think you guys appreciate it. Have you met anybody that since you've been doing this, like a BG or a BG's kid, who says, "Yeah, we like it," or anything yeah. like that?
1: Actually, early on, um, uh, uh some members of, of the BG's family contacted us. Um,
0: like and Steven had, and those guys
1: loved it. Um, it was, it was. I think Robin's uh son and um, daughter-in-law and then and then recently uh uh steven gibb you know barry's yep. uh, who's also yeah. barry's musical director and yeah. he's a, he's a big metalhead um, oh yeah yeah uh we were in touch with him a, a, a while ago um so that that was fun that's
0: that's cool. really cool
1: yeah and you know we talked about collaborating at, at some point um it hasn't happened yet but yeah, don't awesome.
0: give up on it i love it i mean because i do i think the, i just saw that the, the documentary on the VGs. that was great i love the VGs, and you know and i love metal so you guys are like the perfect match for me <laughs> you guys are like my <laughs> gateway drug so um but yeah i've seen that uh the, he he works with his dad a lot and you know and I, and I guess a lot of their kids looks like they got, had a band together where we're doing some songs together too so i'm surprised at some point somebody hasn't had you guys come and like play an event with those guys or a family event you know what I mean because you guys would be the perfect fun thing for the family to have come at some point you know
1: yeah yeah well um we'll see we'll see what happens um that would
0: be cool yeah
1: i i feel like the i feel like that would have been more likely to happen in our early days when we're exclusively playing Bee Gees songs yeah um, true
0: but you might be more more a crossover for other people too you know because sure. a lot of the songs you do are, are much uh, much more relatable i mean you do uh Sweet Caroline. I don't think it's all the time my head. I mean, you do like every, you know, a ton of disco songs. So you're, you know, it's, everybody wants to get up and dance to you guys. I mean, you guys like the biggest party band. That being said, you guys were a big hit. Like, now you guys tour everywhere, out of the country and stuff. How quickly and like, how's that, how's that work out? Like, how fast for you guys just all of a sudden exploding and touring? Like, you're like, wait, we just did a couple cover songs and, you know, it had some great ideas. And we, we did went really well, which is fantastic. I never expected that. Next thing you know, hey, you want to go on a tour? Like,
1: so, the, the way that happened is that, um, so our, our album was released um, in the UK um, by the Wild Hearts record label.
0: Oh, wow. Didn't and, you?
1: Um, so, then they brought us on tour over there. And um, at the, so we did, I don't know, 10, 12 dates, like something like that with them. And, and then at the end of that run, Electric Six was mm-hmm. doing a one-off in London. Um, Big theater. And, uh, and we supported them for that, for that gig. And, and it was like, all the, you know, exposure and goodwill and everything that happened from from that tour, led us to go on tour with Electric Six, like in the UK, two, three months later, something like that. And then after that, we've been touring the UK, you know, as a headliner and and doing festivals and stuff like that. And
0: um, what kind of festivals? have yeah. don't me? like. I'm sorry, I thought like, what kind of festivals are they putting you on? Like with like metal festivals, or I know Europe has different kinds of festivals. There's a little more eclectic over there too. It's not so single minded here.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of metal festivals for us mm-hmm. there, um, uh, especially in in uh, continental Europe. Yep. Um, uh, you know the UK festivals. It's maybe half and half, kind of you know, half eclectic, and yeah, uh, metal festivals. Um, but yeah, I mean, we thought like it's it's really different there, especially then. Like, um, you know, ten years ago, uh, the I feel like the metal scene in the UK was faster to embrace, kind of a fun band. You know, not, mm-hmm. like, not, not a really serious band. I think anything no. since
0: 1980, 1992, in the UK <laughs> embrace almost any metal band <laughs> since the USA. It's been a while.
1: Um, so it, and our, our first uh, festival actually was Bloodstock. And, oh, wow. and like, we look at the lineup, it's just like, wow, really? We're going to play like, this is just brutal metal festival. And we we're headlining the opening night. Um and uh we're like oh, how's this gonna get? Go? and it was fantastic it was so funny and fun like you know my mo- huge mosh pits happening to you know our to disco songs <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, and i can get that you know it's fun. I, like a long 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 time ago when um the first like real live matchup type of song i heard like that would have, would have thought of this makes me think of um ugly kid joe just come out and they didn't you know everything about you but when I saw them in a club and they, and, and right and they had in the single yet for cats in the cradle. So they were starting to debut it live in the clubs and they were like an opening act. So it was like really, they were really small. And um, also they ripped that song. I started doing cats in the cradle and started getting really heavy and moshing it out. And I'm like, this is the best thing. Like everyone just like got it. You know what I mean? And so ever since then, like these kind of things, when people hear that in are metal, they just love it. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, the other acts I'm sure probably love you guys as much backstage. You guys probably get a lot of love, right? They get it. They don't, get kind of yeah. busy about it yeah <laughs> well st- well, still panther got gets, gets get a, a little different you know what i'm saying you know what was, i'm
1: saying i was gonna share a story that with this yeah yeah thing the band the band that was right before us um i won't name them uh actually i can't remember their name right now but they they were wearing <laughs> like kind of medieval like costume yeah um you know <laughs> You know, leather and swords and yeah. stuff like that. And they're coming off the stage, and we're walking onto the stage. And uh, we hear one of them say, How they ever expect to be taken seriously?
0: <laughs> the sword hit you a on the side of their fur. <laughs> oh, that is great. That needs to be the quote cool when you're back of your album. I thought that is good yeah oh, that is funny um well so I guess the, the next question would be is as you guys are touring and touring and touring, and you're doing more and more albums, and obviously it's become such a full time gig for you guys now I mean it's your bread and butter' because it's huge, and why not have fun playing music um you're working on a new album right now, or is it almost done or yeah, we're working on it. okay, working on a new album for, and Hopefully you'll have it out before the pandemic probably next year or whenever or whenever.
1: Yeah, it'll be this year. Um, okay. I think we announce things, I don't know, maybe in about a month or so. Okay. Um, no, you know, surprise. no surprise.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. looking for surprise. It's just kind of a goal for music for you guys that people can go out and kind of expect to hear soon at some point, some of this new music. That's all. Um, touring. So I, I was going to say, so the other thing is like, I was going to say backlash is like with Steel Panther is like the other big, you know, bandit does was covers and now they're kind of doing their own thing did you ever get like any kind of comparison to those guys i think you guys are totally different and i like them on a different level you know what i'm saying they're just different but because sometimes people would mash them all together any yeah. overlap yeah i mean or?
1: they're like you know when you think of bands that are most like tragedy they're they're the one that gets mentioned all the time you know people always say oh you got a tour with steel panther we did um one show with them um in L.A., this was before they—I think—before their first album. Um, mm-hmm. I know they were playing mostly covers then, um, but it was great. That you know, they had a, a couple of residencies then. The, this was at the Key Club um, yep. in L.A., and um, we had a great night with them. Um, and yeah, I—I uh, I think. I mean, th- there are. Some obvious differences, I mean we're kind of inventing you know mm-hmm. uh you know disco and pop songs um and they're doing original music now um but a lot of the same kind of inspiration you know um, we try to make music that that sounds great and uh makes you smile, may make you laugh. I think we we uh may make you feel some other emotions a little more than than Steel Panther does
0: probably a little bit different yeah you know, cause, and it feels like I'm like oh is that kind of like a low, a low hanging for the low fruit type of question comparing you guys but it's not because like I, I don't see enough where it's like you know how, are they challenging are you people saying like and, and I think my thought was like when Steel Panther first came out they got beat up a lot because the covers or by the male community is like I think they're making music into a joke whereas they were kind of a, a, on the line of kind of fun and taking a piss out of it you guys are really just like no I'm really having fun with this and just <laughs> you can clearly see by the boa on my neck <laughs> that I'm really going to have fun with this you know um, so I didn't know if you guys got as much backlash or people kind of knew what they were getting when they saw you because a surprise
1: yeah I mean there's always you know with, with any band has that you know if you don't know the band yet you're always skeptical right and you know our concept may draw you in or you may be alienated by it but most people once they've seen a show you know once there are a few songs in they just we got them
0: if someone can't just watch your video and walk away with a smile they have a dark dark heart that's right <laughs> if you can't hard. enjoy that and be like you go i i would say i should i should it's like the, the the litmus test of people in my life I'm like play play one of their videos and if they're like if they at least say yeah i get it, it's okay like if they do so like if they just hate i'm like you're a bad person you, know, you don't have to love it. <laughs> but if you really don't get it on any level, what kind of human being are you, you know? you you like not like kittens too? Who who are you? Um I I really want to uh thank you for being on the show today. I appreciate it. I just wanted to you know, I know didn't get a lot to, to talk about besides the you know, the deal which is awesome to get the representation and you're pretty chill about it. But I want to encourage people, put all the links, all your stuff underneath here. People go see the videos, go see. Uh, well, what was the one that broke you guys probably? Was it the one you uh one of or um
1: yeah, you're the one that I want was the the first one to go viral. Yeah, was it? Yeah, it's raining men came out before that, and is like that's what I saw probably my personal favorite.
0: It's um, hilarious. There's so many things that are so funny about it. Like it's,
1: it's amazing. Um, and uh, I mean I, I love all all our videos. I've, right, right. Um, but it was kind of funny. Like, uh, it felt like uh, you know, winning the Oscar for our next movie. You
0: know? Yep. <laughs> Well, it is it just it's like so many things like, and then like the way you mix it. And then like, there's just so much going on in that video. There's just like so much, like, you gotta watch it a few times. I just watching before we talk today, I'm like, I gotta watch it again. Just, I'm gonna be late. <laughs> I, was, I was like late picking you up, but I was like, it's so hilarious. And then like, say the one you, uh, when you say, um oh, doing the grease thing. And they go, would you, you know, for um Disco Mountain Man, Disco Mountain Man, would you do this summer? Like just hearing that line with that grease line in the other video. It's just like the funniest thing in the world to me. I don't know why. It's just it's just there's just so many little fun niche things. I'm sure you have all your friends doing the videos, which probably makes it
1: hella fun. It you it, know? it is super fun. It they they're usually shot in one day, so it goes by really fast. But
0: yeah, they're all done really well though too. And I like I'm gonna say on on that other one on the grease one too. Um, I like the way you break it down. It gets really the slow part of the song and i know in the in the more of a, a pretty thing but you guys do it's like really almost like almost like a haunting melody that duh, 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 like he's on the beach singing i really like that you really kind of kind of well, that's what i'm talking about like the little niche things where it doesn't get kind of soft but it goes kind of haunting but it kind of follows along where he sings the melody again he kind of plays around with it and that's you know pretty creative so yeah
1: it's you know the song starts in a minor key like just slow it down grind it out
0: Right, but you know what I'm saying? It's like it changes just, just a little bit. You're like, oh, I like that. I want to thank you, Mo, for being on the show today. It's been great. Yeah, any it's any...
1: really great talking with you.
0: Well, you have a good day. You take care. Bye.